Napa know-how. There are lots of amazing cars on the road, but perhaps none more amazing than the paid-off car. It may not be pretty, but the price is right. Heck, if you keep that thing running, it'll actually start paying you. Because with Napa Rewards, for every $100 you spend, you'll get $5 off. So keep your car running longer, stronger with Napa Rewards, and watch the savings start rolling in. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. You are locked on Pelican, your daily podcast on the New Orleans Pelican. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the only daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA as a whole, available on iTunes, on Audio Boom, wherever podcasts are found. I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Excited to be with you all here on this Thursday, the only podcast we'll do this week. We've got a lot of topics to cover since I last was with you all uh, about a week ago. There's been a Quincy Pondexter trade. I wanted to hold off on this because we needed some more information to come out. It really finally has when it comes to the amount of cash the Pelicans are sending in that trade. I'm going to break that trade down for you guys, what it means, why they went this route versus another route partially because they're cheap. Um, talk about that. There's also another injury for the Pelicans. We've covered the Solomon Hill one, but it's Frank Jackson, who wasn't really expected to contribute either way or, or much this season, but just kind of disappointing. And it raises some further questions when it comes to the, uh, the Pelicans and the medical staff. Uh, and I want to clarify some stuff with the medical staff as well. Uh, also, to, uh, drop some news on you guys for a few different things. Also, was on a couple different podcasts this week talking about it. Um, so we're just going to dive right into everything on today's edition of Locked on Pelicans brought to you by SeatGeek. So before I jump into all the different topics and everything, do want to mention that we do have our next date and time and everything for the New Orleans Basketball Social Club meetup number two going to be over, of course, at the New Movement Theater over in right between the Marini and Bywater. I think I got it wrong last time. But anyway, it's 2706 St. Claude Avenue, 70117. We're going to do this on a Friday this time. We're going to test out a couple of different dates, so I think we kind of have settled. It will be Thursdays, but this is a Friday. Starting at 9.30 p.m., we're going to be hanging out, having drinks, and then moving into the theater to record the podcast live with a couple of different guests, uh, along with myself, Chris True. It should be a lot of fun. You guys heard the, if you haven't heard the live podcast, listen to it. You can tell how much fun we're having up there. Uh, And we take questions from the audience at the end of it all. So I think that's a great thing where you can get your questions asked right here on Locked on Pelicans, talking about the topics you want to hear, the answers to the questions that you want to know as we get much closer to the season. Also want to mention, I was on the Locked On Fantasy Basketball podcast with the host Josh Lloyd talking all things fantasy when it comes to the Pelicans. And I'm going to do an episode here talking about it as well, diving a little bit more in depth than we did there. But give it a listen, just Locked On Fantasy Basketball. You can search it. He's been covering and recapping all the teams this offseason. If you play fantasy basketball, it is an invaluable resource to have. Uh, So make sure you listen to that one as well. 
And finally, I want to mention, I was on the Locked on Cavaliers podcast with their host, Chris Manning, talking about the DeMarcus Cousins to the Cavaliers rumors, if you want to call them that. And I think he and I both agreed there's like no truth to this and nothing to worry about it. But hey, we were bored, so why not speculate away about it all and talking about how DeMarcus Cousins might fit in on there uh, on that team when it comes to that. But I did drop some things in there that I want to mention to you guys. And first off, no, these rumors, they're not even rumors. It's just kind of some made up bullshit and um, you don't need to worry about it. I know Pelicans fans get really upset when their players get rumored to go to other teams, but this is just kind of the nature of the beast when you haven't had a team that's successful and, you know, built up a track record to think that people want to stay. And while I love New Orleans and I don't want to live anywhere else and a lot of other people um, you know, love New Orleans outside of the city. There are people who don't like it here, and that's okay. But those people kind of suck too. Um, so that also adds to it, um, you know, especially when you live in like Hurricane Alley this time of year, uh, also is a factor. But we basically said there's no truth to the rumors. He asked me an interesting question that even if the Pels are out of contention and it looks, it, it, let's say it's 90% certain or more that they're not going to make the playoffs. Do I still think they would trade DeMarcus Cousins? And I said it's like 95% that I think they'll keep him. They had a first-round pick on the table for Ryan Anderson a couple of years ago, but wanted to keep him here in hopes that they could re-sign him to a hometown discount. Obviously, that's not how it went. But if they weren't going to trade Ryan Anderson as an expiring deal, you're certainly not going to trade DeMarcus Cousins when you can offer him more money, at least sell around like 40 to 30 to 50, I forget the exact number, million more than any other team can over the life of the deal. Even if you don't make the playoffs, that's still a huge advantage. Would Cousins take it? Don't know. But at least you have that option. So talking about it, I don't think he's going to get traded even if this team bottoms out. I think the Pels kind of have their path and plan and are going to kind of go down with the ship uh, when it comes to DeMarcus Cousins. So at least addressing those reports, whatever the hell you want to call these things uh, about them trading Cousins, I don't think it's happening. All right, so let's jump into the Pondexter deal and getting back to everything. Basically, don't worry about what's coming back to New Orleans. Let's talk about what's going out to Chicago here. And, of course, that is Quincy Pondexter, a second-round pick. And the Pels are also sending out, and this is what we needed to wait on, $2.5 million as well. Pondexter's salary is $3.8 this coming season. Um, and the Pels clear that off the book. So now we know how much cap room they have. And everyone assumes it's going to be for Dante Cunningham. But I'm going to circle around back to that in a second here. Uh, but talking about the trade, you know, that's a lot for the Pels to give up. A second round pick plus cash just to dump $3.8 million. And in, they could have stretched Quincy Pondexter. And it would have been $1.3 million per year. The same as basically kind of, you know, what the, the Bulls are paying for him now, of course. But besides the point. Um, but they could have stretched him, uh, and then it would have basically put it over three years where he would have been about $1.3 million per season over the next three years. The reason they didn't do that, even though it makes more sense for them to do it, it's cheaper than sending out the 2.5 in cash, uh, long term, really, uh, along with the second round pick, which can net you about, you know, uh, two and a half. Uh, to $3.5 million. That's how much second round picks are being sold for. So when you think about that pick, say let's average it out and call it about $3 million is what the second round pick's worth plus the $2.5 million you're sending out. All of a sudden, that's $5.5 million to get rid of Pondexter's 3.8. But of course, those numbers don't really count against the salary cap, and that's why they did it. 
This team is going to be so worried about the luxury tax and the hard cap again next year and the year after, and particularly the luxury tax, which we know they don't want to pay, that keeping that $1.3 million on the books is a terrifying prospect for the Pelicans. And that's why they went the more expensive route to dump the $3.8 million when, frankly, it would have been cheaper to stretch him. But they are worried about the salary cap uh, ramifications of it. Also, maybe one of the reasons why they haven't stretched Oshik, they're hoping they can do a deal like this maybe in the next offseason when he's going to be a bit easier to get off the books rather than stretching him and then having that cap hit coming up the next number of years at that point would be five years, I believe. That's not an ideal situation for the team, and I think that's the reason you're seeing them uh, move Pondexter now along with the second-round pick rather than going the stretch route, which everyone wanted to, and come on, they weren't going to stretch Oshik. We all knew this, but that's the reason why they haven't stretched him. It's it's more, I th- you know, reading the tea leaves here and talking to people within the organization as well. They are worried about the salary cap uh, situation going forward and understanding kind of the dire circumstances that they are in. Now, before I talk about Dante Cunningham and why maybe Pelicans fans shouldn't get their hopes up, but again, nothing is certain just yet, I do want to mention that today's edition of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by SeatGeek. And look, buying tickets to sports and concerts can be complicated, but there is a better, simpler way to buy, and that's with SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to live events, and with their mobile app, it's a seamless experience. You can buy and sell tickets in just two taps. Super easy. I did this for a number of Saints games last year. I'm going to do it for a number of Saints games this year. Do it for LSU. Do it for uh, U2, who's coming to the Superdome in a little bit. Um, And SeatGeek's going to help you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. It's safe. There's nothing quite like seeing your favorite team, the Saints, the Pelicans, or musician in person, and SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for, for a great value. Like I said, I have the SeatGeek app on my phone. It's the easiest way I've found to do this. Um, and, you know, it's designed to make your ticket buying experience easier. It saves you time and money by searching multiple sites. You get the most bang for your buck because SeatGeek grades every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. It's fully guaranteed so you can shop with confidence. And it's my go-to app for finding the best deals for tickets, for friends, whatever it might be. And best of all, my listeners get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code LONBA. That's promo code LONBA for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. All right, going back to Dante Cunningham, and I know everyone assumes now that the Pels have all of this cap space, and all of like $5 million basically, that they can offer, you know, Pondexter a non-minimum deal. And certainly I'm assuming they're going to try, but, you know, this trade happened about a week or so ago now, and he hasn't been signed yet. And it's a bit interesting to see because, frankly, you know, I'm not sure if he wants to come back. It would make sense um to bring him back and you have to figure he'd be a starter and you know getting all these minutes and everything uh but this the weird situation is i wonder if he's upset that the pels just didn't offer him the deal he wanted in the first place after everything he's done for this team and not that they owe him anything but i think he's a little upset and might have his mindset on going elsewhere at this point so i know everyone's just assuming that's going to be it I don't know if that's going to be the case uh, if they bring him back. I think there's maybe better fits for him elsewhere. 
Don't want to say that out loud, certainly. But, hey, he's going to get more minutes here than he would anywhere else. So just something to keep an eye on. But I think, you know, there might be a little bit of resentment on his part towards the Pelicans um, after this is all said and done. Interesting to note, though, that Josh Lloyd, when I was on Locked On Fantasy Basketball with him, mentioned that he thought um, that Shabazz Muhammad would be a great pickup for the Pels. They certainly can probably get him pretty cheap now. He can't have, like, any market. Um, if Cunningham's certainly not going to get one. He can score, might help with the scoring load that Solomon Hill wouldn't have given you. Defense, not going to be there. We know that. But an interesting name to consider. I haven't seen him linked to the Pels. This is just pure, you know, talking out loud. Um, so not saying this is going to happen or anything. But, man, you know, it's an interesting fit, and I'd like to see it uh, potentially happen uh, though I don't think it's going to end up uh, coming to fruition. So the other news of the past week that's pretty disappointing is that the Pelicans rookie guard Frank Jackson broke his right foot, went underwent surgery last Friday, um, and this is after he had a procedure on his foot back in May, uh, which is definitely not a good situation. So all of a sudden, um, his right foot is again broken after he's already gotten it fixed. That's why he kind of fell into the second round, was injured, didn't participate in the combine and workouts and things because he was recovering from that surgery. This is a little weird. And this is where I think you might be able to question the medical staff. And when I, I know people like to nitpick this, but when they, when people say medical staff, I don't think they're meaning Misty Surrey or the people that help the recovery and the diagnosis. I think they're also talking about the trainers, the preventative uh, medicine and prevent things that are used to be out there for preventing injuries, recovery and different things like that, because maybe it's just a fluke thing that he broke his same foot after this, or maybe he shouldn't have been cleared to play. There's also potentially that. And after the situation with the saints and Misty Surrey being kind of involved in that, not, you know, the main driving source, I think it does raise the question of what's, you know, we might, unfortunately you're not going to get any more, transparency on this but I think people would like it and it again leads you to wonder did the Pels somehow screw up in this case in some capacity because it's the same foot it's who knows if it's the same kind of injury but that's a weird situation and again that's not just on the medical staff they can't necessarily stop injuries from happening but yeah there is some preventative measures being taken by all pro sports teams. There's ways for players to recover better and things like that. You've heard Ryan Anderson and Eric Gordon talk about how that's different with the Rockets than it is with the Pelicans. So there it leads some questions a little bit, but frankly, should he have been cleared to play? We're not going to know. It's disappointing. It's, it's a weird situation. He wasn't expected to contribute uh, right away. Not really this season though. I think the longer term outlook is where the Pels really had him and they just saw such talent um, available to him. So nice, you know, pickup, but unfortunately you're not really going to see him this year whatsoever when it comes to the court and the Pelicans and hopefully a playoff push. So that's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Pelicans. Thank you all for listening. No other podcasts this week. Next week, I might bump them back up to two a week. I'm not sure yet, depending on what's going on. We're going to see how things kind of shake down with the NBA, of course. Don't forget, please uh, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Audio Boom, again, wherever you listen to your podcast. That's very important uh, for keeping this free in five days a week as we gear up for the regular season, preseason training camp, all of the above. Uh, You want to get your news right away, subscribe. It's the best way to do it, especially if emergency pods come up and things like that. Um, Don't forget, on iTunes, 
leave a five-star rating, put a comment on there. That matters a lot too when it comes to rankings, things like that. And again, that all really helps the podcast. Please leave a five-star review if you get the chance to. It takes 30 seconds. Come on. Don't forget, we have it coming up on, I forget whatever date it was. I think it was September 15th. Uh, That Friday, uh, basically like nine days from now, more or less. Yes, Friday the 15th. So next Friday, live podcast going to be over at the New Movement Theater in the Maroney Bywater, whatever you want to call it, right by the train tracks. Uh, Live podcast, hanging out, grabbing some drinks, always going to be a fun situation there as well. So thank you all for listening. I'm going to go back to playing Destiny 2 now. Um, Also, if you're playing, hit me up on Twitter. Let me know your username on PlayStation. Um, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at NolaJake on Twitter, and I'll be back with you all next time. With the holidays around the corner, now's your chance to save time and money at Safeway Stock Up Sale. Plus, earn four times gas reward points on participating items. Look for tags on items like Honey Nut Cheerios. Select varieties are four for $8 with your club card. And select varieties of Betty Crocker Cake Mix, Brownie Mix, or Frosting are 10 for $10 with your club card. Maximum gas reward at participating Sunoco stations is $0.20 per gallon and $1 per gallon at Safeway stations in a single fill of up to 25 gallons. Other restrictions, limitations, and exclusions apply. For complete details, go to Safeway.com.